lace up your boots and get ready for TM5 United, your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes. Here's your hosts, Abner Castellanos and David Donis. What is up, everybody? We are here on a Friday. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Um, so I'm happy it's Friday, but uh, also annoyed at the performance that Atlanta United put on. Um, but first, Abner, how you doing today? Let me ask you a question. Do you like Friday better than Saturday and Sunday? Because I get, I feel like Friday, you got your whole weekend ahead of you. When you're in Saturday, you're already like in it. So like Friday, you just like, you know, you're just up another level. Yeah, definitely, dude. Friday, once my workday is done, I'm like, oh, tomorrow I got this. Oh, Sunday I got this. So it's, it's kind of nice when you got to like Saturday, you're like, dang, I only got this. And tomorrow and I'm back on Monday. So I love Fridays, man. I love Fridays. David, I got to ask you a question, though. Oh, in what seat should I seat? The front seat or the back seat? What? It's Friday. You man, you it's don't know that Friday. part of the song? Yeah. Seat, okay. seat, I take uh, front seat or I the don't. back seat. I don't or something like that. I forget how the whole. Well, song I can't goes. believe you know you know more than just those uh, beginning <laughs> lyrics because that's kind of weird. That is the best <laughs> lyricist in the last decade. Yeah, Respect yeah, but it's Rebecca Friday. Black. Uh, yeah. Even know that was her name but the song will be stuck in my head until i'm like 95 and about to be buried oh man but abercito let's get into it man as we all know by now atlanta united played columbus crew on wednesday at crew stadium in front of a raucous crowd of 20,000 people so that's it was a good good atmosphere a lot of uh, um a bite to the game but Atlanta United dropped the game 2-0. Both goals by Cucho Hernandez scored the first one right before the half was over in the 46th minute, assisted by Diego Rossi. Um, and then um, to start the second half, uh, penalty awarded in the 51st minute. Again, it's Cucho Hernandez that puts it away. Scores both goals for Columbus Crew. Um, not a whole lot from Atlanta United on the other end. But Abner, I can sum this game up in one phrase. You had one Hernandez that played really well and one Hernandez that played terrible. Do you disagree so, with so, that statement? So, so disappointing and I hate to agree with you because I had high talks about Hernandez in our uh, chat group. Yeah, um, what did I say? I said you guys are stupid. Look, look, he had been playing well the last couple of games. So I figured with his little bit quickness, but David, yeah, he, he, he destroyed us. He killed us. Uh, now, granted, uh, Tucho Hernandez is a great player, but uh, PK is silly, man. Just stand your ground. Stand your ground. Stand your gap. Force him away from our keep. And I know we're going to get into it. And then, the, you know, defending, we lose the ball. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, David. One Hernandez played better and the other was not. Um, yeah, uh, that's just the way it goes. And I'm glad it's a three-game series and not aggregate score either. Yeah. Here's the thing with Hernandez, and you said it. I mean, he, he had a couple of good games. He is not a bad player. He he's a, he's a good enough player. And what I mean by that is he can play well for 70, 80 minutes of the game, but he just has those momentary lapses. And he reminds me of a lot of like Omar Gonzalez when he played with the national team. He'd have a great game for 80 minutes. He'd have one major, major lack of focus, one mistake, or even two that cost us the game. And that's that's Hernandez. He's just, um, 
he can play well, but you see in the during the game, even Brooks kind of was talking to him because I just don't think he um, is well at positioning himself. That goal, the first goal for Cucho Hernandez, you saw, yeah, it was a bad turnover by uh, Caleb Wiley that led to the counter, but there was a chance for him to step and potentially pull him off sides, but he got it, kind of got it between two mindsets. So once the pass was made, he's trying to catch up with Cucho Hernandez, and he does kind of catch up with him, but, uh, you know, Cucho just turns him inside out, roofs it, hits the top of the net, and yeah, Abner on the second one. Very bad turnover by Sean De Silva, who I think had a bad game, um, but... You know, Adonis did good to stop Cucho for the for the first part. We've got defenders. He, he's going away from goal, and he just stabs in. I mean, it's it's a soft contact, but he, contact at the end of the day in the penalty box, always going to get that awarded. So, just Adonis is is not the kind of player that we need in the playoffs. I think uh, Purata would have been better suited starting in that back five that Pineda chose. Do you think the decision of going with the back five was the right one? Well, you know, we talked about this, Abner, because uh, mm -hmm. last week we were saying there's a couple of options. You could either just replace Armada with another uh, midfielder. If you want to go defensive, you could put uh, a center mid, I mean. You can go defensive with Sosa, or you can put a Marseidic, uh, or you can try running with two strikers. It puts Jamal Tiare in there. Um, or we said there could be a potential for a back five. Uh, my back five, I would have had Purata instead of Hernandez. But, you know, again, Hernandez had a good run of games. It wasn't out of the round possibility started. So, um, honestly, Abner, I, I, we knew that going into this game, it was not going to be a pretty game, right? We're playing away from home. We're in MLS. Home field advantage is such a huge advantage. Uh, we're missing our best player. Uh, one of the best players in MLS, if not the best. And Columbus Crew is a better team than us. They played better in the Mercedes-Benz against us, and we just got a tie-out. So, we knew we weren't going to come out of here and go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. So, people saying, like, oh, we should have had more possession or whatever. It was like, we knew it was going to be an ugly game of where we were going to play off the counter. Um, and except for those, you know, two Hernandez uh, mess-ups um, and that early through ball in the first first minute that Cucho sent to uh, Julian Gressel, this game had all the writings of a 0-0 draw going into a shootout, which is what we wanted, right? I don't know. I don't know if you agree with that. Uh, yeah, oh, definitely. I do agree with that. I mean, like you said, uh, Columbus is a hard team. Uh, to face um, at home in a way. It was a difficult result um, throughout the season uh, when we played them, obviously. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I agree. Like, it was riding um, on the wall. Yes, they had the chances. We had maybe a couple here and there. But you can just tell momentum started to shift. I think the first 20 minutes, the United was on top. Uh, but then you just started seeing uh, Columbus get momentum, momentum, momentum. And uh, after a while, dude, it just became... Um, came obvious that the goal was coming uh we were definitely i don't like I, I get that they were attacking more but dude they had a lot of half chances there wasn't anything i saw again except for that one through ball where if gressel pushes the ball forward he probably gets a, at least a shot on goal which he messed up on that one but it was a lot of half chances and not shots outside the 18 or you know a little flick ons that really didn't trouble brad that much it really didn't start getting uh, bad until we let in that first goal and then we let in the second goal where the game started opening up because obviously we had to come out of our shell a little bit more. On the first half, they had four shots inside the box and four shots outside the box. We That's had... Little, the shots don't mean good quality No, I'm, I'm saying it's still a chance though, right? It's still a chance, right? There's a possibility the ball could go in. David, how many did we have in the first chance, first half? Well, I know I don't know, but when we had one in you the know, entire game. Ready? 
you know what a zero, goose egg right? is yeah it's a big yeah. zero right second half they got four inside the box we had one oh yeah yeah i mean i i get the i get what you're saying it's not a obviously it's not a chance you know they skied the ball they hit it miss hit it but they're getting the chances they're getting the uh option to take a shot on goal or at least a, a smallest chance to even score right because we know in this game it could be it's a game of inches right you lead a little bit of space just to take that shot and that shot can go in so I would rather have at least an opportunity for us to take it. Now, obviously, the change information, David, we're going formation. We're shooting for that for that draw to try and go for the PKs and take our chances there. We knew what type of game it was going in, especially missing our best player going into the game. But, David, it, it, so there's a couple of questions, right? Is Armada really that big of a deal that we can't live without him? And second, where is, where is this team headed going into the second game with Armada, right? What's going to change? Like, obviously, we're going to be at home, but we they drew us here at home, so it becomes a little bit difficult for us, right? It's, it's all those things I mentioned, uh, and that's why I don't fault us having this formation and us being more defensive, because, again, uh, we're away. Uh, Columbus is a better team, and we're missing our best player. I think if we would have came out and played like we usually do, I think we this game could have got really ugly because no, let's not forget what did we lose earlier in the season when we played them six one. Uh, obviously that was before we had Shande Muyamba um, and I'm not sure if we had Gigi at that time. So different team, but uh, you know we still had uh, Almada. So um, you know I, I I don't really think this was yes the stats are going to look horrible, but if the stats are the way they are and we go to penalties and win, who's going to care about the stats, right? That's the point I'm trying to make. And this game, if I think if Purata would have been there, he didn't make mistakes Hernandez had. I think they would have had a lot of half chances. Um, and maybe we get one opportunity because there was a couple of chances that we had. And uh, sometimes I was like, man, just can you can you freaking shoot? Because we're not going to get a lot of that opportunities. Gigi had a chance and he kind of held the ball up, cut it back. Jande had a chance where he could have took a shot first time. Uh, Jib a little bit, lost the ball. Uh, those kind of shots, again, we're we're hoping for those half chances that one of them go in, but Columbus with how much the ball they have, they they weren't creating the better chances that I think they would have needed to have to be able to win this game easily if it had not been for uh, you know Hernandez again. I, I I hate to say usually point out one player, but I, it really was him in this game. Yeah, David, and just kind of just go back to that match that we lost six to one. Uh, three of the starters were on that team. So the lineup was Goodman, who's gone. Purata, which was on the bench. Noah Cobb was not on there. Lennon started. Sosa on the bench. Ibarra doesn't play with us anymore. Sedgwick on the bench. Arujo doesn't play with us anymore. Barry is on the bench, or not even on the bench. And Kayla Wiley, and of course Brad Guzan. So it's a big, it's a big that like you can't. It's hard yeah, to go that back to sucks. that game. Yeah, no, that that's uh, <laughs> that's where uh, there was like a, a bottle of whiskey at night type of games. But except, uh, except but yeah. and Ibarra, they were solid. Right, right, right. But I'm saying like that, it's a whole, like the 6-1, yes, it was early in the season. Yes, it was a whole new lineup because we didn't even have our, our players there. But at the same time, I go more to the 1-1 at home, right? That was That's the match that I kind of have relied because we do have, we did have our guys there. And yet we still can't, um, looks like we just can't compete against Columbus. And it's the simple things, right? The simple one-on-ones, the simple um, um, defending, uh, right? It looks simple to us because we're on the couch watching it, but... You know, I just think um, I think you get you have to 
with the, with the lineup. I get it with the five in the back. You push Lennon out, but David, sometimes you just gotta, you know, just eat it up and just go with what you are really originally played with, right? And I I think a two central def two uh, center defensive mid would have been more. Uh, better executed in this lineup than a, a back a line of five because like you said Lennon was guiding Hernandez a lot and Hernandez just looked like you know um, like it was a it was a deer in the headlights like he didn't look like his usual self and yes like you said yes he's good enough to be on this team and whatever but those those chances that that, that he gave away critical chances where I think Purata or somebody more comfortable would have definitely made an easier uh, impact at least or holding that midfield would have been a lot better. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll never know what could have been if we would have not played a back five and, you know, just replace Armada with a defensive mid or even an attacking uh, center mid. Um, but I mean, you know, again, I don't fault the lineup too much. Um, I think it's just you didn't have the right player in that spot. Um, but it could have easily been put out then he makes the same mistakes or somebody else coughs up something so you know it, again you can't really you don't really know um so Abner, let's just you know let's go over through some of the the players um that did play in their performances um you know what it, we talked about that if we did have a defensive mid um it was going to be you know maybe sosa right and i think we said maybe fortune but sosa was <laughs> he's not even in the 18 dude so um I'm assuming Sosa's on his way out, or he really lost, um, at, uh, you know, favor with Benita. But um, you know, I think Fortune actually uh, played pretty well in this game. There are a lot of times where you took the space and really pushed forward a little bit and found found the right player to get the ball up to. So um, you know, I I I'm pretty comfortable if we need to have a a, a six um, or you know maybe a, another eight if Muyama gets in trouble again. <laughs> Uh, he he's a pretty he's grown into a pretty comfortable player to have on the pitch. Yeah, bro, and it's crazy because like out of all those players that started, I thought Jay Fortune would be the one that was the most nervous and wouldn't be composed. But dude, that that dude showed like it was just another regular game and showed really good exactly. composure and played really well. Probably one of our better uh, players on the pitch, right? Uh, especially right there in the middle um, next to Rosetta. I think Rosetta did well as well. Um, in there, mm -hmm. Muyamba picking up that yellow kind of hurt really bad in that first half. But needless to say, dude, Brad Gazette did what he had to do. He made the saves that we, you know, we we thought, you know, yeah. was one of our insecurities going into this match. And Miles Robinson, dude, that just looked like the old Miles Robinson of, you know, uh, when he first got called up to the United States national team. Um, so, David, like, we lost, the game's over, it is what it is. We have Amada back. We have. We're gonna go to our normal. We're at home. So, luckily, like I said earlier, it's a three game or it's a best of three series. So, um, just know that we gotta go in all out Tuesday. You got nothing else to play for. Right, right, and and we'll we'll get into the the preview and break it down. But yeah, you know, Fortune Robinson, Gazan, I think Wiley and Rosetta all had pretty solid games. Um, you know, bad game from Hernandez. We mentioned it. Shande Silva. I think this was one of you know the the the, the bad games that he played. He had that bad giveaway that you know led to the penalty. Um, uh, and then Muyamba. You know, I like the hustle, but he was a little bit too aggressive. Really fortunate that he didn't get uh, a second yellow because he was already on yellow, and I think he had like at least three or four fouls after that. So he had to be taken off in the at halftime, which really you know affected us in the second half. Um, but Abner, before we close this out and get a preview, um, I want to talk about some of the subs that 
Pineda met because uh, May because a lot of his subs, um, you know, it, it always leaves me scratching my heads. Head. So, uh, like I mentioned, Muyamba had to come in out in the second half. So Saba comes in, but instead of making adjustments because you, we know Saba plays on the wing, he comes in the middle and plays at where exactly where Muyamba was what was playing. Um, I thought that was really odd, and I don't think Saba played well in that role. Um, he finally moved back to his normal position once we made more subs in the 60th minute when Mosqueda and Tiare came in. But uh, don't you think that was a weird sub to play them play him there for 15 minutes? Yeah, yeah, extremely weird, dude. And like I said, those subs, like like you said, you scratch your head. You're thinking like, uh, you know, uh, obviously he's there for plenty of reasons, right? Because you know he's you know proven himself, but. Sometimes I just, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I I really don't know what he's thinking. Um, is the game out of hand? No, a 2-0 is the most, what, um, craziest, uh, uh, hardest scoreline, right? One goal and you're literally back in it. So, I don't know, dude. Really, really, uh, really weird substitutions. Um, it's, it's, it's just, uh, I don't know. It, it's just one of those things where you're thinking, scratching your head. Um, saving him for next game, you know, quick turnaround. I don't know. Um, I just. Well, hope... I mean, I get Mo, I get Moyamba coming out. Um, well, yeah, I mean, that, that, that makes sense. sense. You don't want to lose him, right? You don't. And right. the, the cards don't are aggregate, so it's not like he, if he gets another yellow, he's he's out for the third game or nothing like that. Yeah, uh, I, I but... just thought I just thought that maybe you know say, to control the midfield a little bit more that Sadich would have been better suited, right. mm -hmm. and then maybe you know Saba comes on later. Um, and and go you know plays more on the wing. Uh, just really weird to see them see him in the middle for 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 those first fifty minutes. And, and it, it, it it didn't look right, like you said. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look. He's, a, he's a it's a winger. He 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 runs yeah, down the yeah. line. So for him to try to receive the ball in the middle, it's just that's not his forte. That's not why we have no, him on this roster. Not. And you know Alonso was on the bench. I don't know how healthy and how fit he was, but he was on the bench. And like you said, Cedric. I mean, there's another guy that played middle. Um, so it's, it's hard because you have TRA, Mosqueda, Etienne, and Wolf who all play wing. And, you know, so maybe out of those five players, you have to put Loba at the middle for a little bit. I don't know. It's it's weird, right? I would I would prefer somebody that's at least can, you know, somebody that's used to playing in the middle, play the middle. Like if it's like not the top five players on the bench, but at least that guy knows what his job is. Instead of trying to force a guy that maybe played that in a certain times, but not really, but has the um, tenacity of a, of a winger, not a, not a midfielder. So, it, you know, it's, it's it's quite different playing in the middle than it is playing on the wing. So very odd, you know, maybe he saw something uh, on the defense. Maybe he thought that would be an opportunity to strike, but obviously it didn't work out. So I just hope I don't see that again. <laughs> yeah, and we got closer to our normal um, lineup um, in the 60th minute when Hernandez came out. Obviously you're down 2-0. Again, no aggregate scoring, so you might as well go for it because you can lose 10 0, 2 0. It's still the same. Um, and that's kind of when you saw Saba go back to the wing. Um, you know, you had uh, uh, Tiare and Mosqueda, Mosqueda come in. And Mosqueda, they both added some life. Mosqueda, again, he, he, he's been adding a lot of life when he comes off the bench. Um, same thing that's plagued him for, for a long time, plagued him this time. He got into great positions, just that final ball wasn't there. Uh, but at least it gave us a little bit of life. And then Etienne and Wolf come in in the 88th minute. 88th minute. Can't really, you, know, you can't really grade them on that. It was kind of then just throwing the kitchen sink in and seeing, you know, if we can 
we can get one one back and, and then anything can happen right um, so, you know, it is what it is. Uh, questionable subs. I've been questioning his banana subs all year. This is just part of part of one for the core uh, course. Uh, but I'm going to go over to the match stats really quick. Yep. And then we'll, we'll preview the upcoming uh, game. So Columbus wins the possession 51% to 49. Uh, I'm pretty sure in the first half it was a lot worse. But obviously when you're leading 2-0, for the majority of the, the uh, you know, from the 51st minute onward, uh, the possession is going to flip because you don't have to be attacking as much. Uh, expected goals, uh, Columbus 1.98, so they're almost right at it with them getting two goals. Ours was 0 .07, Abner. Mm. Uh, I think we had the same expected goals watching it from the couch that Atlanta United did in the stadium. <laughs> uh, Columbus, 14 shots, uh, 14 total shots, eight of them on target. We had one total shot, shot, which was not on target, and I believe that was Fortune that shot that one. Uh, and I believe we set a record for the least shots in franchise history in any game. Um, so not a good record you want to be setting. Um, Columbus's passes are 407 to our 383. Uh, Columbus's had seven fouls and we doubled it with 14 fouls. Uh, you know, makes sense with uh, uh, Muyamba almost getting sent off. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Columbus dominated, you know, every as, as, uh, aspect of the game, which we knew that was going to happen coming into Columbus. Uh, I would have liked to have a little bit, uh, you know, we had a couple half chances at the beginning. One or two that we, we should have just took a shot, put on for to see what happens. Um, again, you know, uh, Hernandez, uh, you know, there's a lot of time I'm going to say your name because I don't think you should. If he if he gets any playing time the rest of the uh, playoffs, I'm going to be really upset. But, uh, you know, it, it costs us the game. But it is what it is. It was always going to be a tough, tough, tall task for Atlanta United. we got to move on to the, to you know, we still, we're still in this. We still have a chance. Um, Abner, anything else to add on that before we preview the upcoming game against Columbus in the Mercedes-Benz? Uh, no, I mean, the, the, I think the only positive thing, dude, is Guzan is locked in, bro. I think he's... Uh, he looked good. I think he, looked, he looked good, and I, I know he gets a lot of negativity here and there because he's getting older and, you know, this and that, but he he that dude had a game away, and unfortunately, we just couldn't help him out. So <clears throat> that's, that's all I got to say. Yeah, great performance by Brad. He really, uh, especially after the two goals, he kept it from going down, you know, 3-0, which we definitely would have been out of it at that point. But let's move on. We get to come back to Atlanta. We get to go and see Atlanta United in the Benz. We both have tickets to that game, so that's going to be fun. Uh, game is going to be Tuesday, November 7th. Again, a fun, weird day that MLS chose to play on a Tuesday. 7 p.m. The band is going to be rocking. I believe we are doing a blackout, which means everybody's going to be dressed all in black. I got to figure out what I got to wear because uh, I don't have. I have I have like the Forest Kit jersey and the white uh, creamsicle jersey that we had. I think I have a blackout lightning United shirt, so I just got to pull it out. Um, but I'm going to be playing for our playoff lives, man. So Columbus had a great atmosphere. I mean, we just got to bring it on the pitch and in the stands. Yeah, definitely, dude. Blackout, like you, like you said, I I think I have the black jersey. I gotta I gotta I gotta figure it out. But yeah, man, we gotta definitely show it out, bro. We it's it's one game, uh, one game. Uh, we win it, we stay alive, and we have a chance to to close it out in Columbus. Uh, but it's it's a high it's a it's a hard task, but it does give gives us confidence in 
and we get our mother back which is um as you guys can see uh the nominations he's one of the um players nominated for the uh, best player of the mls uh which is uh you know a great uh recognition from him so we get him back uh somebody that can change the pace change the um change any given game with a free kick with the pass with the vision with you know striking the ball so that's going to be exciting that's that always gives us at least more confidence going into the game second david where you all came out healthy uh so we're back healthy all everybody and gather ourselves up you know rally our troops rally the, the um the fans and and make it um make it a crazy atmosphere for uh, columbus come tuesday so I'm, I'm excited like you said we both have tickets to the game i actually took the day off so i can um you know Woo-hoo. either get there early or figure something out i didn't want to be rushing from work so i just like you know i like united's playing i gotta get off early uh, i'm just not gonna go to work so um but yeah david um what do you what do you think it's going to be keys for Atlanta United to be successful in this uh, in this match? So yeah, I mean, I mean, you 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 said it. It's not going to be an easy one. We already played Columbus recently at the Benz, and uh, they looked like the better team, and we were lucky to get a draw. But in this case, if they get a draw, and when they go, we go to PKs. You know, that's good for Columbus. That's what we were hoping for. So um, you know, we don't need, we don't want the game to go there. So um, again, the atmosphere of the fan, the stands. Having Amada back and him playing like the player we know he can be, uh, everyone's just gonna be tight. And then you know we just gotta make sure that uh, we're putting them under pressure, but smart pressure where we're not fully stretched too much. Um, the big question for me, Abner, because uh, you know we're gonna go through the lineup, but I foresee us going back to our regular lineup. Is how is Columbus gonna play? Because you know they're a possession. Uh, they like to have the ball too. When they came to Benz, they had the, the ball the majority of the time than we did. Do you think they're going to go that route or do you think they're going to be a little bit more reserved um, considering it's the playoffs? David, honestly, I'm thinking if I was Columbus, right? If I was, or I was playing somebody that I know I have performed well against this year, right? I'm going to go for the kill. You know, I'm going to try and slit the throat, step on your head and call it a, call it a day, call it a series, give me some extra days of rest. So, I honestly do not see Columbus changing much. I think Columbus is going to try and stay to their game plan as much as they can. Um, you know, especially because what 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 do they have to lose, right? They lose a the game, they go back home somewhere where it's hard for any MLS team to win. Um, you know, knowing that it's an away match, right? So I just I think the pressure they know that the pressure is on us rather than it is on them. So I think they play comfortable to what they've been playing this whole year. And I think they just, you know, I think they're going to try and obviously keep possession and get us on the counterattacks and, and just do the same old Columbus things. And that's where Atlanta United's got to be careful and not get to um, panic when things don't go our way. Right, right. Agreed. Um, so, yeah, I think the lineup is going to go back to the same. Um, you know, Guzana in the back, Wiley left, Abraham Robinson in the middle. You're going to have Brooks Lennon on the right. Uh, you're going to have Almada, uh, Rosetto, Muyamba in the center, uh, Shande Silva on the left, Gigi up top, and then Lobanitze on the right. Um, is that pretty? You, do you see any changes to that lineup that should be out there? Now, the only changes I see is, you know, Fortune for Muyamba, if there was a certain 
disciplinary issue or he's you know something he's got a knock or anything like that but i uh, haven't read anything like that he seems healthy everybody seems healthy out of that um out of that game so yeah i think it stays that okay yep me too all right abner open it open the time now prediction mm. I'd hate to say this, David, but I think uh, being with the Atlanta United, uh, we're going to go 2-2, go to PKs, and we're going to win in PKs. Oh, I hate to say that. I hate that it has to come down to it because it's not going to be good for my health. But I feel like that's what's, that's uh, that's going to be the way we win. There's a feeling in the in the pit of my stomach, in the back of the head, that I was like, what if we go to PKs? Um and I, I, and I, I was like, I know. Remember the, the, the when we played Columbus, the first season they knocked it out, knocked us out. We went at PKs. Um, I, I don't think, and I'm hoping that we don't go to PKs. Uh, I think Atlanta United um, is going to eat this one out, two one. Okay. Hopefully, I mean, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the PKs are on the table, man. I mean, again, I if Columbus were to beat us, I think they have as good as chance as any to win the whole damn thing. Yep. I think uh, either way, right. let's get this W. Um, let's let's get the house rocking. Abner, anything else to add before we go over some of the other um, results in the first round of the playoffs in MLS? Um, no, man. Just just like always, um, let's get excited. Let's you know what what to say. I don't no don't doubt Atlanta. I know that was kind of hard for the first game, but don't doubt Atlanta for the second game, guys. It's a three-game series. We're still alive. Yep, yep, yep. So first round of MLS playoffs are in the book books. Uh, so uh, not a whole lot of upsets except one. Uh, Philly beat New England 3-1. LAFC beat Vancouver 5-2. Houston eked out a victory over RSL 2-1. Um, Cincinnati took care of business with the Red Bulls really easily, 3-0. Um, and here's the upset, which uh, if you guys remember, this is the one upset I saw that uh, could happen of uh, St. Louis getting knocked out. But St. Louis, Lu- St. Louis loses 1-4 to four against SKC, who was the wild card uh, at home. That's pretty wild. And now they come back to Kansas City where they can finish the job. Uh, Orlando barely squeaks by Nashville 1-0. That was the other one that I'm hoping that Nashville wins that one. Uh, Seattle uh, is Seattle. They won 2-0 against FC Dallas. And then, of course, ours. I was hoping for another reversal of the lower seed beating the high seed with Columbus. Uh, they beat us 2-0. Um, so I'm pretty crazy about that St. Louis game, huh? Yeah, dude. And I think we both caught and called on it. I think we were the, that was the most shakiest uh, game out of all of them just because... St. Louis being in, uh, the new expansion team and, um, you know, SKC, they got that momentum going from making it to the playoffs, you know, from where a lot of people counted them out. So it's going to be an interesting second second matchup, dude. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all the all the ones that won one like they were supposed to, I think it's crazy and scary how comfortable Cincinnati looked. Um, you know, they're rolling. And, you know, Atlanta United, of course, we just got to um, – you know, try and put this to to three and um, LAFC winning as well. Um, the FC Dallas game, FC Dallas had a big opportunity, um, yeah. and Federia missed that, so that was crazy to see. But yeah, David, everything looks like it's going um, how it's how we thought, at least how we discussed it. Other than Atlanta United's first round, 
But that all can change, guys. It's a three-game series. Like we said plenty of times, this is still a weird format, but it is what it is. Uh, more games, more money. You guys know how it works. Yeah, uh, so the second games uh, will start uh, this Saturday, which is tomorrow. Um, so it'll be interesting to see after the dust settles at the second games, who's still going to be playing for that third game um, and who will have been knocked out and who will have advanced to the next round. Um, so it's still exciting. Um, you know, it's an interesting, crazy format. Um, but more importantly, Atlanta United, let's take care of business, baby. Let's take this back to Columbus and then uh, that'll be a really crazy game. Yeah, for sure, man. We um, yeah, There's uh, really not much uh, left for us to say as far as the game, but getting excited. Me and David will both be there uh, cheering as loud as we can. Um, and, you know, black, you. It, black you. it out. Thank and uh, uh, David, uh, so with the awards going out, you already got that going? Uh, no, I just know. I just saw that Gigi got, what, Newcomer yeah. of the Year? Yep, Newcomer the of the Year. ones? Uh, that's it. Newcomer of the year. Uh, at least one of the bigger ones was newcomer. Golden Book, of course, went to the dude from uh, but, um, LAFC. Blanc, Blanc. Uh, yeah, and I think uh, more than likely Acosta is going to get the uh, MVP. Um, but dude, it was it was a really. I don't know if you checked it out. I did repost it. Uh, the video of Gigi finding out um, from two of his closest friends that he won the award for newcomer of the year. Uh, he got really emotional. Um, it just shows you know how much. You know, even like uh, small achievements like that could mean big. It could mean a lot to you know even the best best players in the league. So um, I'm sure, I'm hoping that he you know he continues to play with that um, that aggressive attitude that he has that he shows and uh, you know scores a couple on Tuesday so we can uh, get this thing rolling, man. For sure, for sure, and uh, also congrats to Messi for winning the Ballon d'Or. Um, you know, he won the World Cup, he won the Copa America. Um, and a lot of people were posting about it being a robbery and stuff, but I was like, come on, man. It's not like, he won the World Cup, bro. Relax. And then he won it. Like, not Argentina, he won it. <laughs> Dude, my thing, my, what, I, what I think is the funniest thing for uh, for Messi winning the Ballon d'Oro, bro, if you're at work and somebody gives you an award and it comes with a bonus, and knowing that you may or may not, you know, whoever voted, voted, and you can't really control the votes, you're gonna accept the award. So, Messi did not corrupt anything. What can Messi do? He just plays, and if he gets it, great. If he doesn't, I mean, I think he's fine with winning the World Cup. Now, that was, I think, the big. That is the biggest achievement for any soccer player, right? Is to win the World Cup. I think that trumps all the other uh, things. Uh, but you know, I do you think. think it, it, do you think it was a robbery, or was it? It was he the right, you know, the player I don't, of the year. I don't think. I don't think it was a robbery, but at the same time, I think that uh, Holland could have taken it. Um, I don't think there would have been an issue for me there. I don't think, uh, you know, there would have been any, like, I don't think I would have had any, like, oh, well, yeah, you know. But, you know, it's not it's not his fault, but he wasn't he, he wasn't in the World Cup, so it's like. No, no, I know I know that, but I'm just saying, like, when it comes. Fine. That's, so that's it's like, you know, it, it becomes a lot with, you know, what you do for club and what you do for country, right? Um, Messi, on the other hand, did everything that he could for the, for the country and for the club. I mean, that was a disaster as itself at PSG uh, with all the stuff that's going on, you know, like, you know, and I think it all started after World which I understand with PSG not giving Messi like a, like, you know, congrats, you won a World Cup because they went up against France and PSG is in France. So, yeah, it's kind of hard. It is? <laughs> it's kind of hard to uh, do that. But, you know, dude, I think, 
I think Haaland, I mean, was deserving of winning it. I think um, back in the day, um, Iniesta and Xavi were capable of winning it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I just hope people think, like, don't go with just because your favorite player didn't win it and try to accuse Messi of it. It's not Messi that makes the nominations. People do the nominations for him. So, you know, let's get that out of your head. You know, if you got nominated for a bonus and you know you didn't deserve it or... You know, you thought maybe, you know, Billy over there or Joe over there actually did better, but they gave it to you. I mean, you're going to take it, right? You're going to go home and you're going to, you know, appreciate that, you know, you were selected and, and won the award or the prize. So, you know, those people are don't your, take... Those are all your bonuses. You didn't all earn them. They should have yeah, exactly. went to somebody else. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was, yeah, it was cool. It was cool to see. I mean, it is what it is. Right, MLS man. has one Ballon de Oro. How much does England have? I know. Or EPL. The whole EPL. <laughs> EPL, whatever. Go oh, England, yeah, EPL. Um, but yeah, man, let's uh let's get out of here. Atlanta United uh play Tuesday. Let's get the house a rocking. Everybody wear your black kits, um, and let's yep. give them a crazy atmosphere. Do it. ATO. Alright, peace. We out. Adios. Adios.